Straight Talk Wrestling fans, your host, Jordan Cobb, in the building. I'm here with my cohort in crime, Steve the Animal Mitchell. What's going on, Straight Talk Wrestling fans? What's going on is this, man. Episode 76. Yeah. Locking in the can, and yet, again, because we're so hot this year, everybody wants to talk to us. We got another guest in the building. We've and I could important. not be, we, we stepped up our game a little bit, that's true. Could not be more excited to get this guy in the, in the studios to talk with him. This is Jeff, Jeffrey, sorry, a.k.a. Gigi. He is the man behind the lens for shooting the indies. Welcome to Straight Talk Wrestling. Thanks for having me, guys. Can't believe it only took uh, 79 episodes to get me on here, but it's hey, true, man, I made man. top 100, right? You did make the top 100. It's a big 100. deal. It's a big deal. No, honestly, we appreciate you taking the time coming to us. Thanks it's for uh, it's, uh, it's a struggle sometimes with schedules and the way they conflict, but you're coming to us, and we appreciate that. And, and you're uh, moving up in the world, too. Yeah, man. You're, like, all over the place. I don't know if it's called moving up in the world, but it's definitely keeping me real busy, keeping me... Uh, Having a good time doing it, meeting some great people, meeting some heroes that I grew up watching, and uh, just trying to make Ontario indie wrestling a better place. And that's that's what we're all about. We're, we're all about educating, because a lot of our fan base, a lot of our listenership is very Canadian, but also very United States oriented. Yeah, totally. So we're trying to get them to open their eyes to see, you know what, there's a little bit of a broader picture out there than just what you're used to with the ROHs and the Impact Wrestlings and <laughs> WWEs. There's actually this great scene that a lot of people still aren't aware of. And that's why Ontario's the best kept secret. I kind of want to keep it a secret, but we also want to run into the world. Totally. So the first question that we always ask everybody, standard wrestling one-on-one question, sure. is everyone has that defining moment. That moment where they're in some form or capacity, wrestling became a part of their lives. Whether it became a fan, something they wanted to do as in actually training, or something they wanted to do in the other business aspects of it, much like yourself, in taking photos and stuff. I'm not saying your defining moment has to do with photography yeah. right away, but do you remember your defining wrestling moment when you became a fan of this business? I remember my dad always watched wrestling when we were kids. I remember like growing up and like him always playing like that, what was it called? Like pro wrestling for NES or whatever. <laughs> King Kong Kong or whatever <laughs> that guy's Throwbacks. name was. Yeah. And I just always remember it being around. Um, it's funny you asked this question because I was talking to my mom this morning about this. Um, I watched Bash at the Beach 1992 last night. Um, there was a specific match, Sting versus Cactus Jack. Uh, pinfalls count anywhere. And it, ha- it was the, the venue where they had the ring attached to the, to the ramp. I always thought that was awesome. But I always thought that was awesome, too. Yeah, I remember, like, my dad used to, like, you know, order the pay-per-views, and he would, would tape them on VHS. And that was a specific one that we always had. And that, that match always stood out to me. And that's kind of, like, the moment where I can always look back on, where I, like, like really fell in love with wrestling. Like, I knew it was always around me from the moment I was born, but, you know, seven-year-old little baby Gigi uh, watching Cactus Jack and Sting and Pinfalls Count Anywhere is like that one moment where I was like, man, this shit's awesome. Well, that's that's <laughs> one of my original bromances right there. I'm a hardcore <laughs> stinger. I've been a stinger since Knee High to Spit, much like yourself. So. I'm, a, I'm a big Cactus Jack fan. That's what this is. I got the Cactus, Leopard Print Boots, Bang Bang, a little blood, and then he's got the uh, plaid shirt on. So. I love it. That's I, that's, that's, you showing that to him? No, I've never met him. Uh, I've always wanted to meet him. I know he worked Greektown um, out on the Danforth last year at some point, but it was I had I had not started shooting uh, Greektown yet, so I haven't got a chance to meet him. We actually met him at a, a one-on-one, very intimate uh, uh, sit-down with him where he did. He had that special he released on the network, yeah. but he did it actually in-house. He had a tour, and we actually got a Sorry, chance yeah. to go up to, uh, what was it, Fergus? Yes, that was Fergus, mm-hmm. Ontario. Fergus, Ontario. We actually had to go sit down with him at the, um, the Goofy Noofy. 
and it was one heck. It was one heck of a show, yeah. and we actually had a chance to meet and greet. We got some stuff signed. I got my uh, actual Hell in the Cell DVD signed, oh, cool. so it was super epic. And I got the uh, Rise and Fall of ECW signed, yeah. which was awesome. So those were two great moments to uh, to cherish for sure. Yeah. And you actually answered the second question, which is great. Which is, do you have a favorite match or a match that stands I, out? To I you? don't know if that's my favorite match. Okay, all right. Well, would be your favorite match if you had to pair a top three or top five, you know, whatever, whatever. whatever that right? was not on the list of questions you gave me. I'm not prepared <laughs> for this. Um, 1992 Royal Rumble, if that counts as a match, I guess. It Rick, does, absolutely. It does. Ric Flair winning the title. Absolutely. Um, the, the promo at the end. Happy belated birthday, yeah. by the way, Ric yeah. Flair, right? 70. 70. Yeah, that was what yesterday. Um, that promo he, he delivers at the end. With a tear in my eye. I, I was a best man two years ago, and... He wasn't even a wrestling fan, but that was my best man speech. Nobody got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my brother was also in, in the wedding party, and one of my best friends, who who uh, also is a huge wrestling mark and or fan, whatever you want to call him, and they were losing their minds the whole time. Dude, I would have been right there yeah. with them. I would have been the guy like, that like, yes. I'm gonna, I'm saying the speech with him. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> nobody, nobody got it. I think my, my mom was definitely there, and she's like laughing her ass off, and like. It, my buddy's Russian, and he like his whole like Russian family that flew in are just like staring at me, like elbow dropping my coat. They're just like, what is going on? Did you have the yeah. world title? I did not. Uh, no, I, not, 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 not. I did. Did you put a little blood in your hair? Like no, no, I didn't go up at the top. It's actually funny when I, I got married. This is completely off course, but when I got married uh, the year after that, I think we're coming up on our three year anniversary in August. My wife as a joke, came up with this idea, instead of people banging their stupid glasses to make us kiss, they had to come up to the middle of the dance floor and do their best wrestling promo oh, on, the, on, on the microphone. But like, so she was trying to do it as a joke, but like the joke was on her because I had a lot of wrestling fans there, a lot of family that's big wrestling fans, I had wrestlers that were there, and it just got completely taken advantage of and almost every single person there did some type of promo and it took over the whole night like, it, was, <laughs> it was phenomenal my one my one friend that did uh that said grace literally like you know did grace everyone did a little prayer and everything and then he went out there and did full enzo in the <laughs> literally like like great like just segued into it, it was awesome oh, <laughs> that, that sounds, that sounds incredible everything yeah that sounds everything. incredible but yeah so awesome. i guess 92 rumble would probably be my favorite match if i had to pick one that's awesome. When did um when did your because shooting the Indies obviously photography yeah when did your passion for I guess photography start because you don't just decide one day I'm going to pick up a camera and start shooting yeah it had to start somewhere no that that's what happened is that really what happened yeah so a lot of people when they find this out they their jaws hit the floor I remember I was riding out to where were we going we were going to Ottawa for C4 wrestling a couple weeks ago and I was riding with Josh Alexander and uh, Ethan Page as well and. Paige was just kind of like asking. I went out and shot out the one for Paige uh, once, and he knew of me from being around the indie scene. But he was kind of being like, "Like you literally came out of nowhere shooting, like you know, like where did I miss this kind of thing? Like where did you come from?" And I was just like, "I've been shooting wrestling since May of 2018, so I'm not even a year into shooting wrestling." And he's like, "Okay, but like you know, you've been shooting for a long time. Like how can you even start this earlier?" And I said, "No." shooting photography since January 2018. I picked up my first lens a year ago. That's incredible. Yeah, my job's not hitting the floor, but that's incredible. That's just hustle and grind to the stone, right? Yeah, like, I, I'm, I'm a pretty creative guy, I like to think. So I used to play music, and I was the lead singer of the band, I played guitar, and 
number five piece, loved it. When we stopped playing, I kind of fell into a little bit of a depression because I missed it so much. And I was missing that creative outlet. I was missing the whole like, oh man, I came to your show, such a good time. Thanks for that good night. And I guess it's like praise or whatever it is, whatever you want to call it. But I was missing that in my life. And I just one day, like literally, there was a camera sitting at work and I picked it up. I picked up a camera and that's how I got into photography. I literally just picked up a camera and I was like, I can do this. And I, I spent the next, you know, three, four months just studying as much as I could about photography, just everything I could. Every moment I was awake, I was just studying photography. And that's literally how I became a photographer, professional photographer with zero so, training background. So that, well, that's that's awesome because that actually kind of steamrolls into my next question. Yeah. So you started photography January 2018. Yeah. And you started wrestling photography in May of 2018. Yeah, like 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 that's when I started my brand. That's when you started shooting the indies. So shooting the indies officially, it's not even a year old yet. It's not a year old. It's about eight months old now. We're almost coming up on the year. Yeah. Well, actually, sorry, you're ten months. We're almost coming up on the year old because March is March is it's happened. Yeah. Right. So it's just literally a couple days away. So when did or how did shooting the indies come about? And what was this? What was the first like wrestling show, or who gave you that opportunity to shoot the show for the first time? It's kind of so. The first show I shot wasn't me getting the opportunity kind of thing. So I'll just answer the first question. First time I shot wrestling was from the audience at a Smash show. It was in April when we had that really horrible ice storm last year. Yes. And yes. I live uh, about 45 minutes north of Toronto, and I have family down in the Port Credit area, like South Mississauga. And working down in Oakville, I was just like, well, I'm not going to drive home because it's an ice storm. I'm not going to make it. So I stayed at their place for a couple nights, and Smash Wrestling was running a show, show to the rec room in Toronto, which is just off the go line. So I just literally hopped on the train because it's so accessible. And I brought my camera and shot from the audience, and my shots were awesome. In my mind, I was just like, fuck, man. Like, I love photography. I love, I love pro wrestling. I've always loved pro wrestling. I've always been around the Ontario indie scenes. I used to manage... Uh, Lionel Knight and Christopher Bishop. I did some with like Matt Cross as well and Josh Prohibition. Um, I kind of helped promote. I've helped book a little bit here and there. Um, but then I kind of got away from it and I wanted to see what I could do to get back into it. And photography was just that kind of natural, you know, guide in there. Went down, shot it, loved it, thought my photos were pretty awesome for being in the audience. I'm thinking, what can I do if I'm ringside? So I called up my good buddy, Lionel Knight, um, you know, Ontario indie wrestler. He's been doing it for, you know, probably 15 plus years. And I asked him, I was like, these are what I just, this is what I took. Is this, is there value in this? Not so much dollar amount of value. Is there a value to the wrestlers? Is this how I can give back to Ontario indie wrestling? Will guys like these kind of shots? It's different. It's, it's more artsy. It's more dramatic. It's not your typical sports photography. Um, it's not your action photography. It's, you know, that kind of thinking outside the box. And he, he thought it was pretty cool. He was pretty blown away by it. So leading into the next question, he gave me that first opportunity. I said to Lionel, you know, can you get me booked on any shows? He said, let me, let me look at it. So he reached out to Rock Solid Wrestling. They were running out of Collingwood. Yes. And they had the Axe and Smash demolition on it. Mm -hmm. It was really, really cool. And... So he reached out to Jake O'Reilly, another vet in the Ontario indie scene, and asked him, 
you know, just basically like through through his name out there for me. Like he, he like my my buddy's a phenomenal photographer. Barely seeing any of my shots. Can you work ringside? Just like yeah, like it's kind of that whole like if Lionel's vouching for me, then you got him in. You're yeah, right. yeah. So you know, Lionel was a lot of help in the beginning, and even to today, uh, getting me in. So that weekend, I literally shot. Collingwood, rock solid, and then out in upstate New York, and I did two shows without having any catalog, no portfolio, anything, and it was cool. Like one of my first shows ever was like hanging out with Axe and Smash as they were putting their their face paint on backstage. I was like, oh, this is weird, but if this is the road it's going down. That's amazing. This is gonna be this is gonna be a cool ride. Yeah, absolutely. You really seem like you're more about creating the moment of when you're when you're when you're shooting. Like it really is just trying to capture that moment that you don't have to put a caption to it. You really get it. Like you when they're posting whatever picture that you're sending them, it's almost a thing of you don't have to really caption anything on it. Like you can, but like to the point of you're you really get the moment that you really shot. When I first started, like it's my style's changed a little bit already. I assume it will change a little bit more, but I wanted to create the emotion of wrestling. Well, I'm just going to say a lot of your photos, like the one I, the one is my absolute favorite is the one with Josh when he's holding that title. Yeah. That shot you got, you get the wide shot of him in the middle of the ring. Did you buy the 8x10? I didn't buy the 8x10, I'm sorry. Limited edition. I didn't buy the 8x10. Only 25 of them made. I didn't buy it. You know, it was a collaboration. We sold them out almost in the first night. Of course you did. Because that was, that was a real genuine moment. Every time I look at that photo, like when I see it, I, I when I see it on Josh's Facebook page, I'll scroll scroll down a little further, and it's there. I look at that, I can still feel yeah. the emotion I felt that night it was being real. in the building. It was real. It was and, so raw, and that's why that's what I try to do is get that emotion because, like, you know, anybody with an iPhone or you know a DSLR can take a photo of a guy giving another person a power bomb, and at the end of the day, if 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 you know your cousin or uncle who isn't a wrestling fan looks at that, they're gonna go. I don't know what that is. That yeah. looks like a guy with the other guy's crotch in his face. Ooh, that's lame. Wrestling is gay or whatever. Right. As opposed to as opposed to watching something like Big Mike hugging his opponent yeah. because it's just like that moment of like you caught that moment and you can totally tell you capture the emotion of like those two dudes are embracing at the end of the match because yeah. they just killed each other and they're just that that's the moment. That I want non wrestling fans to look at my photos and think wrestling's cool. That's what my ultimate goal was. And if I can help, you know, the the, the the Fuerzas or the Vertigos or the Wheelers or the Threats get more bookings based on the photos that I'm taking of them because it looks a little bit more professional, yeah. then, that, then I'm doing something great for Ontario and U.S. And if, they can, if someone looks at their Instagram accounts and goes, man, this guy looks really, really good based on my photos, not taking away anything from their actual of course, skill of because course. all of them are, are phenomenal. But if I can help, then I did what... When I first called Lionel and said, you know, is there value to this? I'm doing what I want to do. So my, you know, my style has changed a little bit. I do take a lot more action shots, but I got to make sure that what I'm releasing looks like what they're doing. So if, if, if you can't, if I look at a photo and I can't differentiate who's doing the move or what that move is, trash can. That's how, that's, so that's how you decide at the end of the night. Once you've shot, let's say, 500 photos for the night or even, more, or even more. <laughs> or even more. So let's say, okay. 20, I, I do about 2,500 to 3,000 photos for every show. So out of those 3,000 photos, let's yep. go with the large number. Out of those 3,000 yep. photos, how what does it segue down to to being the final file, like the final run of the show? If it's a really, really good show, 250. 
And if you break that down to eight matches, that's not a lot of shots yeah. per match. It's, you know, um, I'm not going to do simple math. It's it's generally between 20 to 30 photos per match. Yeah, your math's about right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's roughly what I released 20 to, out of, you know. Out of 3,000 shots. I think that Josh, uh, who did uh, Josh versus Simon Grimm. Simon night, Grimm, yep. I took 450 photos of that specific match. And I just comped it down to about 75. And I'll probably get that specific match down to 40 by the time I release it. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Of, there's a lot of post production that goes into mine. There's a lot of there's a lot of great photographers out there, wrestling photographers. Um, a lot of great ones out there that take their two thousand photos and upload every single one of those photos. You might find two hundred really, really, really good photos, but you have to sift through two thousand photos to get there. So you might think, eh, the photographer's good, but he's not great. And I think that's what the difference between me and everyone else is, is I'm taking so much more time out of my day to to really just take what looks best. So you're literally only seeing the great. There's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad mm -hmm. photos that I take, but I think that's what differentiates a good photographer in 2019 to every other photographer who just you know has a, a camera and can take good photos. They're just releasing it all, right? And making sure that it looks great on my end, so I look like a great photographer, and so that the two wrestlers in the ring look great, and that the promotion looks great. Because if I take shots of a promotion and they might not have the best lighting, I don't want to release everything. I want to make sure that like maybe I do only release forty photos of your show, but those forty photos are the best. I have probably you know another hundred of them that still look really, really good on my end, but on the wrestlers, these are the, but cream these are the, the ones, and these are going to make that promotion look the most professional. So that's the whole, that's kind of the whole end game. As much as you're, as much as you're trying to grow your name and grow your business, you're also giving back at so many levels. You're helping yeah. the promotions. You're helping the wrestlers on the card that given night. Yeah. So it's a huge, it's a huge real give and take situation. Yeah. yeah. So in terms I of... I look at, sorry, just no, no, I look no at myself, and anyone can argue this and tell me I'm wrong, but... I look at myself as part of the promotion, not a photographer that's getting hired, getting hired to come shoot. Um, I am backstage, which a lot of photographers aren't, um, are not. Um, I talk to the boys. I ride with the boys. I am close with them because if we have that relationship, they're going to trust you. They're going to trust me over they're, anybody else. They're going to work really well with me. They're going to, you know. It just it just creates a bond. It's the same as the band, right? Like as a, as literally a band, just it's, you, you sounds it, like you to me you're explaining to me about the way things you're explaining to us when, about the way things work in playing in a band. Yeah, when you're in a band and you're on stage with guys, mm -hmm. if you have a better relationship with them, if you go out and have drinks with them, food with them, play video games with them, if there's into your family go on camping trips, way more. you're gonna have a better but you're gonna have a better yeah. vibe on stage and everything's just gonna come off more easily. That sounds and like the last twenty years of our friendship. There you go. Pretty much. But I've, I've never liked you. I've kind of liked you. I, I've, I've tolerated up, I've you. Put up with you. I've okay. been catching that line. I've, I've tolerated yeah, a little bit. It's, there's a lot of sexual tension, tension, but it's on his part. <laughs> you can cut it with a blunt plastic <laughs> butter knife. We try and make it work. It's a relationship that we just keep trying to make it work. I broke off with him eighteen times, but he keeps coming back. Keep coming and out. it's obviously because of these dimples. That's the only logical reason. So, in terms of. Um, We'll get back to the closeness, sure, right. the, the, the closeness with the, the boys and being kind of in that backstage yeah. environment. 
But in terms of, because you know, you're mentioning as you're taking more action shots, shots late. Yeah. In terms of action shots, you only have that real split second. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously the camera, you're shuddering like crazy, you're snap, snap, snapping. But sometimes I've noticed, or I, I've yeah. seen at the shows, because I've been dissecting it a little bit more and preparing for the interview with you. I've noticed that sometimes you'll actually kind of be talking or there'll be some kind of, I, I want to say code or, or language that you share with the wrestler. It may not be like a performer coming in, but somebody that you've worked with times before. Like I've seen it where Josh will be in a corner yeah. and Josh will just happen to look at you or look in the right direction of where he sees the lens out of the corner of the eye and you get that shot. Is that something that you've worked or something that you guys have kind of cohesively become because of the bond? Or does it just happen naturally? Okay, so there was so much there. Um, <laughs> I would say like... I asked the tough questions. Yeah. yeah when right. it comes to like code and stuff like that, not really. And not anything that I'd probably be comfortable talking about day-to-day bro. Kind yeah, gotcha. Um, with Josh or whoever is in the corner, when I have that really good relationship, Holden Albright is a really good example because he's just, he's a character and I, I know him outside of his character, I think pretty well, like, like he's, he's a good kid. We spent a lot of time together, came over to my house the other night and, you know, shot together and hung out with my wife and he's just a good guy. But like, when you have that bond, you, you you lose the moments and like being a musician, you might understand this. Some of the best moments on stage were, had nothing to do with the music. Exactly. Where you would have a conversation with somebody that had nothing to do with the moment you were in. Yep. Right. Like, like you have a mistake and it's how you get out of that mistake. And sometimes that's what you might be seeing. Mm -hmm. Whereas if, you know, Josh or Holden or anybody's in, in the corner and you see them say something to me, sometimes it's just us goofing off and being funny and it has literally nothing to do with wrestling at all. Mm -hmm. um, but I meant like but, when you have when you have that split second yeah and getting those angles that you get because you cover the whole ring. Yeah. You really do other than like I mean at the Destiny shows where it's a little tight by yeah. the fans, but you cover the other three sides really strongly. Sometimes you have that split second. You obviously you can see so a setup. When you said the whole thing about like Josh giving me a nod or something like yeah. that, so those moments, are, it it literally like so a lot of it has to do with like the relationship between I that I have with some of the people. Like Alexia Nicole is one of them. Um, she always gives me a look when she has like like a pose that she wants to hit, or you yeah. know Josh wants a specific shot. Um, Maybe we, people have delegated that yeah, with you, we, like, before? Not before so much. Years. Not so much, but, like, when you're around it long enough, you just know. You pick up right? on it. Yeah. And, and I can give people, like, the nod as well, where, like, if they kind of catch me out of the eye, and, and there's a spot, like, a moment that I want to capture, I'll just give them a little, like, shake of the camera, and then they work me, because they're pros, right? Like, they're, they're professionals, and they know, like, where the hard cam is, and they know... You know, like where where the roamers are, and they know who to 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 work. And I'm another one of those where they know, like, yeah, I can work on hard cam, but if I work Jeff and get him a photo tonight, yeah, I can post that on Instagram immediately, and nobody might see this show for a month or two. So they always are looking out for me, and and the, the like the, the the great ones know it, and they 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 literally know where I am 
Now that split second stuff, a lot of that comes from me just being around wrestling for a really long time and knowing it really well. And again, I think that's what differentiates me from all the other photographers where, you know, someone buys a camera, I'll go shoot some, some wrestling. Whereas I'm the wrestling fan that went and bought a camera. So I'm the opposite. Right. And I know it really well. Like I said, I used to manage, I used to like help with promotions and stuff. So I have that, I don't know if it's an instinct or, or what it is. I know what well, I would say it's a sixth I, sense for I, sure. In, in a way, um, a big part of it is just like, like, I post a lot of Josh photos. Ha ha ha. Everyone knows that me and him are buddies and, and everyone jokes about like mine and his relationship. But a lot of it is, is I watched a lot of his matches growing up. I watch a lot of his matches now. The reason why I post a lot of photos of him is because I know, I know his move set. I know where he's going to be. If I see him gearing up to something, I can kind of sense what he's going to do. I know where I have to be to capture that, to angle. Capture that angle. If I'm shooting you for the first time and I've never really seen your work, I've never, you know, you're just trying to get to know each other. I'm trying to get to know each other. I might miss every single angle because I don't know, I can't predict what the next move is going to be or what side you're going to do a kick from, like how you throw your your punches, stuff like that. So a lot of it comes down to research. A lot of it comes down to knowing the guys and knowing the company, knowing you know where the proper lighting is. You know, whenever I go into a venue for the first time, I literally walk around and just soak it all in and count the lights, count those lights. And I look at how many lights are over the ring. What do those lights do? Do they flicker? Do they turn off and on? I always ask the promoters, like, is this the lights that run during the show? No, we you know, kill those ones. We lift those ones. And that's a big part of it, too, because if you're doing a move over there, I know there's no lighting over there. There's no point for me to be over there. I'm going to stand over here where the good lighting is and wait until you guys pay me to it. Yeah, exactly. I sometimes hint that to certain people saying, there's good lighting here. <laughs> Stay here, please. Do what you want, do what you want with it. So, you, you do the action stuff. You yeah. do the stuff. Do you also, have you done, uh, I haven't really seen any of the work that you have, but have you done photo shoots with the wrestlers, like actual photo shoots? Like promo shots? Yes. Yeah. Shots? Yeah. I have, yeah, I also do stuff backstage. Um, I have a very strict policy that nobody sees those photos except for the promoters. Um, they pay for it. Of course. Um, so whatever I shoot backstage, I never release. Um, I always just give it straight to the promoters. They do what they want. When it comes to promo shots, I, I love doing them. Something I've been getting into a lot more. Um, what do you prefer? Do you prefer the action in ring stuff or do you, are you, because you're doing it more with the promo stuff, are you starting to prefer that? No. The action they're stuff so, They're so different. They're yeah. so different. I love the promo stuff because um, it's more of a challenge for me because it's new to me, really new to me. Um, but to be able to like have that one-on-one -on -one personal time with the wrestlers and um, it's, it's just kind of the, I've shot wrestlers and then they go, oh yeah, this is going in envelope. You need to send to WWE. And I'm like, yeah, they're gonna have something that I collaborated on, and that might get that person a job. And not and even being in the game for a year. Yeah, like at, at this point yes. to actually have that kind of notoriety exactly. already coming in for you, man. I love the promo shots. It's really really fun. Um, when they're all said and done, that's when the wrestlers the wrestlers pop for the the action shots and the, the in ring stuff. But when they like, you know, have the light wrapped around them and they're deafening their chin, you know, like yeah. man, you really make my my abs look insane and stuff like that that makes me feel good because it's making them feel comfortable yeah. and confident in their 
in their bodies, I guess, because that's like a pretty vulnerable thing, right? Like, yeah, especially of course. When, you're, when, I'm, when I'm working with females and they're like, you know, I, I don't do this often. Can you help me pose? Or like, I get the messages saying like, you know, you shot me over the weekend. I was really self-conscious about my, my poses and stuff. Can you give me tips on how I can work on that? Like that shows that they're putting their trust in me mm-hmm. and their vulnerability in me and I can help them kind of get through things. And it was, it was kind of cool because there was a female on the scene that, that reached out to me privately and asked me that kind of stuff that I had shot a couple times. And I could tell she was extremely uncomfortable with it. And then the next time that I shot her after I gave her those tips, I could tell that she literally went home and studied the stuff that I told her to work on. And yeah. came back and when I shot her the next time, I was like, oh my God. She yeah. nailed it. Like she worked hard and, and you could see that she worked hard and she was very comfortable with it. And we got much better photos. So like that kind of stuff is just like so rewarding. But then like being able to capture a really cool Enziguri. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> I got of this course. like crazy shot from uh from Destiny. Um, from the, the the ritual of the Destiny Blackcraft show, uh, I haven't released it yet, but it's uh, Chris Dickinson giving Michael a power driver, mm. and I cut his legs are cut off, which like broke my heart because I'm a big fan of like everything has to be in frame when I'm shooting something. But he's just giving him a power driver, his legs are flat out, and he's like probably a foot and a half off the ground, and I'm like, <laughs> captured it. Nailed it. If there was if there was a picture or a moment yeah. from what you've shot so far yeah. that you could go back and say, you know what, this this one here is really special to me. Forget about like, you know, the special edition photos and stuff like yeah. that. If there's one, maybe one you haven't even shown to any wrestler, because you say you sift through. Maybe there's one that just didn't make the cut, but it was like a personal memento to yourself. Do you have something like that? Is there one photo that you look back through this short, great, successful run that you've had to start and you're like, Damn, that's one of my all-time faves shots that I took. Like, that's the one. Or it could be even one of those special dishes. I'm not sure. I'm just throwing it out there. I probably have three. Okay. I probably have three. Okay. One that stands out big time, and I, I mentioned this on another podcast I did because they asked a similar question. Um, but they didn't ask it as sexily as I did, right? Yeah, not quite. Okay. There was a lot more cuss words involved. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lionel Knight on the first show I shot at Rock Solid. I don't even know if it's a fantastic photo, but it was just kind of that moment where, like, you know, Lionel is, I, I call him Uncle Lionel. That's what he's known as in my family. Like, he came to my wedding, he's had dinner with my parents, you know, he's got a really good relationship with my wife. We're, we're very, very close. And I got that, him being able to open up those doors for me and, and allow me to do what I've done. So I've got a, a photo from the first show of him that I really like myself, but just it has that kind of like, it's just special to me. Um, the second one would probably be, I have this photo of Hacksaw Jim Duggan's boots. I, I've got this weird fetish with shooting wrestling boots. I don't know what it is. It's just, I think it's just the whole like. There's no judgments here. I know. There's no judgments here. It's like the They're walk- shiny, they're shadowy, they look cool. No, I think it's more of the story they tell, like the right miles on. they've walked I get in it. those boots. I get it. Um, so for the first like probably six months that I was shooting, I'd always make sure I shot every single boot that that I was shooting. And I got this one of like Hacksaw. Um, you don't know it's Hacksaw, really. The medium boots, eight inches maybe. Blue. Yeah, yeah. But he's got two by four on the ground behind him. So a real wrestling fan looks at that and goes, that was a Hacksaw boot. And you know, like, you know, he won the first Rumble in Hamilton. Yeah. It's kind of, it's just kind of like one of those cool, to me, I was like, man, I caught some cool boots. 
cut some cool boots. No, that's a cool. I mean, that's a shot that I would be proud to have on my straight talk wall. Yeah, yeah no, it's it. really cool. Well, I'll show you it after after the podcast, and then probably like you know, Josh as well has done so much for me. I attached myself to Josh. He's a pretty closed off guy. Yeah, I ride with his family. I'm friends with his wife. I get to sit in the back with his son. Such genuine people, though. Like him and his wife are the most yeah, genuine people. No, totally. And his his kids are adorable. Yeah. Like just he, like we we reached out to him at one of the first shows. Very humble and gracious, even to the point where we were trying to set the interview up, but we hadn't yet. And yeah. I went to the next show, and he remembered me. Oh, he cool. remembered me yeah. on the first day. Basically, he's like, "Was I supposed to interview with you yeah. today?" I'm like, "We're still fine tuning things. We want to make sure we're 100 <laughs> percent for you. We don't want to half ass this." I'm like, "You're you're a big deal." You're like going to be our, our one of our first huge big guests. Yeah. We yeah, want to make totally. sure we do you justice because if we don't do you justice, not only do we look bad, you look bad, yeah. and we don't want to do that yeah. to you anymore. No, totally. But he remembered me, and I've met yeah. his wife twice since then, yeah. and she is she is without a doubt the most chilled out, amazing She's person. Great. Yes. So Josh knew me from way back in the day, like 14, 15 years ago. He didn't think I liked him. I didn't think he liked me. We never had a relationship, just like you two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I hated this guy. And then it was only yesterday that he told me that we were friends. I was like, I can't believe it. It's been a straight business relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I made all those times that you guys were doubling each other on your bikes and you're sitting on the handlebars uncomfortable now. Yeah. And we were like, always that was what that was all about. We were friends. I didn't know yeah. that. Playing, uh, you know, he ain't heaven. He's my brother. So, so Josh would like, we never really like knew each other, but we both didn't think we liked each other. And when I started shooting wrestling, um, he was one of the first guys I'd send a photo to um, on a Destiny show, and him and Sammy teamed up. I think they fought Mustache Mountain, I think. If I'm not mistaken. I didn't shoot the show. If you're right, I think you're right about that. It was that. the Marty versus Pete Dunn show at St. John's Hall, but yes. regardless, so I sent it to him, and I don't think he knew who I was. I was sending it to him, like he didn't put two and two together, and then I saw him on another show, and I was like, hey, man, I sent you some more photos. And he was just like, cool. Like, just like the Josh straight face. Like, cool. Thanks. And I was just like, well, okay, cool. Fuck me, right? I'm just going to fuck right off and go eat shit and die. And then I think Josh. We got Josh, a lot of stuff to talk about after this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I think, I think Josh put two and two together that like, oh, that's the guy that didn't like me. But he takes really good photos. But he's also not a dick. And I think he might like me. So the next show. He actually came up to me and we shot the shit for like an hour before the show, just talking about the past and whatever. And then it turns out his wife really, really likes my photography. And then that's how me and Josh became friends. I call us best friends. He calls us friends. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but you know. We're his acquaintances. Yeah. <laughs> my, my journey with Josh has been like, he's really looked out for me. And he's a top player in Ontario Indies. And he's the king of Canada. Moving on to, to, to the states and yeah, we actually we were the ones that broke the news. We hit that up on Twitter first before anybody oh, else did. Cool, cool, cool. We did, yeah. so we we broke the news on that. It was a big deal for me. Yeah, it was a big deal for me that night to be there because I got to see that, and I was like, man, I knew it was coming. I just didn't realize how quick it was coming. And went yeah. back and we listened to the interview, and that was one of the questions we asked. We're like, do you realize how close you are? And he's like, you know what? I'm just about big enough, Canada. I'm about making everyone understand yeah. what Canada's strong side there was, is. There was a buzz. There yeah. was a buzz leading up to it. And I can only imagine what yeah. it must have been like for you to, 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 to well, I mean, like anybody who's in, in Josh's circle, but yeah. for yourself to get to, to witness that. It was cool knowing about it for the first time at Destiny, 
and yeah. learning about it at that moment. Um, I, I've been I've been fairly close with Josh, and the Pete Dunn match. Going back to that third shot thing, we can move on from that. I'll, I'll just tie tie that up real quick. Um, that was like an emotional night for for many people involved, and I've been riding with Josh so much and and really got to know him on, in such a short period of time. Like it literally felt like a brother, right? Like 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 it felt like we've been really good friends for a long time. And that night, I got one of the shots of him actually holding the title because he had finally won it off of Pete, and that was just like you know super emotional moment knowing what it meant to him and his wife and knowing that his wife was there and, you know, got to go backstage right before the match and, like, kind of give him, like, a little hug and just, like, do this kind of thing, man. Like, you got this. And just getting that shot, knowing that it meant something to, to him and his wife, being able to capture that moment, uh, was probably my third most important shot. That's that's probably by far, of all the work that I've seen so far, that's probably one of my favorite shots. Yes. Well. And then on the contract, him getting the contract, the whole nod, giving me a nod thing, and making sure that we get the shot. Uh, he walked up to me with the contract, and I just knew what he was doing, and I made sure that I got as many photos as I can. So I got, I got some really cool stuff with him in that contract. Um, I'm pumped for him, man. He's, he's like everyone said, like he's he's a big he's a big fucking deal. It's not so much about big being a big fucking deal, man. He's worked so goddamn hard. Yes, yeah, just worked so and, hard, and he broke his neck and. Wrestling dream was taken away from him, and then. Oh yeah, we did. He, we did our research. We did our profile on him. We actually back. read the letter. Yeah. We read the letter on our show. The letter. Yeah, we got him to actually open up those stuff. The letter too, which is a great response. And then he came yeah. back, and you know, he's made a huge name for himself again. And he tried to get his visa last summer, I think it was, and that fell through. And it just, you know, he's done this. And now he's. Yeah. Up, I went to ImpactWrestling.com this morning and saw his roster picture there. Just like, huh. And, yeah. just, and I so I was with him all Sunday as well. I went and did some photography with him and just kind of, you know, seeing him get all that outpour from everybody and everyone saying, like, congratulations. And every time he opens up his Twitter, we're looking at it and looking at the wrestlers that are reaching out to him that, yeah. that are saying congratulations. And it's like, wow, this is crazy, man. Like, oh, my God, this guy just messaged you. And, oh, my God, this guy just messaged you. It was cool to be able to be, like, I'm not saying I'm a part of that, but being... Being able to witness it, yeah, well, share, share it, yeah, 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 for sure. And you really are. You can consider yourself a part of it, considering the fact Josh that Josh did the Josh did the work all on his own. But sure. however, but yeah. you're the one who gets to capture those emotions. Cool. The fact that, like, yeah. it's yeah, I would imagine that that's yeah. got to be the coolest feeling ever for, for to do that for your brother. But yeah. the fact that it's like, and he's not to do that he's for so many so others. So much for me, and like he 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 probably just doesn't even look at it as on a like big scale but it's like me and my wife what josh has done for for, yeah. for us as a family and helping me get the, the build the relationships that i've built and and, and you know he, he's done he's done a shit ton for me so i'm, I'm so grateful for him and, and that's one of the reasons why that part is so important right yeah for sure yeah. so uh, kind of a goofy question off center question asked now but in terms of being in, in all the action you are because you're really at the forefront of a lot of it has there ever been a moment where you've accidentally been inadvertently hurt in a match uh, this morning I made one of my barbers pull out a thumbtack out of my shoe that I didn't know was there. So that, yes. was, that, was, that was fun. I've been walking around with that for a couple. I actually got one in the foot together from the uh, yeah. G-Raver. What a match, yeah, man. Crazy, man. Um, the cinder blocks on the nutsack, three by sack to me, that hurt. That was nuts. I got a cool shot of that. Um, being actually hurt, I had, uh, Stokely threw a chair 
not knowing I was where I was, and that chair smoked me. That hurt. Um, no doubt. I shot Sabu, and he was sabuing chairs pretty much the whole time. And he was being Sabu. Yeah, I just kind of checked out of shooting that match because my gear is probably stuff and I don't want I'm not taking a chair to it yeah um especially uh sorry sorry for the fact that too many a lot of Sabu fans out there are yeah. just being botchamania yeah I, I got I got my shots I needed to get and then I got out of there yeah. um I don't think I've actually like, really been hurt hurt and at Destiny the cameraman that I was that was on roaming and I was with him he got an angle that I really, really wanted, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, that motherfucker got the got the angle I wanted. And as I was thinking that, a drop kick came right through the corner post and smoked the camera, and I was like... All right, somebody intervened. Yeah. yeah. Somebody <laughs> on higher purpose intervened here, and I'm happy about it. But other than that, no, no, nothing, nothing that's like... Nothing that's hurt. Yeah, just the just the thumbtack out of just your barber taking a thumbtack yeah. out of your suit. Actually, no, yeah, speaking of that match, actually funny. I got it when he got the. Uh, oh, you got action. one of the needles. Yeah, so when he he shook from his head, I actually got one, and it flew and it landed on my arm, and I was filming the shot, and I looked over my arm, and it was right there, and I was like, I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm that was, hanging on to that. That was, that was insane. I got that right up there. As a little next time I see him, I put that in a plastic bag and I get him to sign it. How are you gonna sign it? Oh, sign the plastic bag. Sign the plastic bag. All right. Come on, yeah, big outside the box. Right. So in terms, that's of... one thing that I have. Sorry to cut you off. Sure. I haven't been doing, which I, I think I would like to do a little bit more, is collecting memorabilia of certain shows that I can get the wrestlers. Well, to you got a thumbtack at home now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like there's always like I did it as a fan, right? Right. I would of course. Get chunks of table and get everyone to sign it. Yeah. I feel like I have that opportunity to collect some cool stuff. Of your but, photos, actually, like have somebody sign the thing of actually yeah, your I photos. Mean, that, would, that would be really cool, man. So one thing that I do is like I always have these limited edition ones. So I, I do the triple threat series, which I get three wrestlers, and I release the photos together. But I also do the limited edition stuff. I've mostly done them only with Josh, but I recently just released one in collaboration with Aiden Prince. Well, now you're gonna do one with us, right? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't have any photos. Well, I have photo, photos of you. Yeah, photo so, him. I don't have no photos of me. shit you. Um, but what I do is I, I'll do like a limited edition run of 25 prints. Once they're sold, we do not reprint that photo. Um, they're hand numbered on the back in, in, in silver pen. Either hand numbered by my wife or Josh's wife. Because <laughs> they have way better writing than you and Josh. They have way better writing than us. Um, but then I also get three extra ones done. And we hand number those in gold. Um, one of three, two of three, three of three. And one for me, one for Josh or Aiden, and one for the promoter. Uh, George has a couple of them from Destiny. Um, the ones we just did, we did four gold number ones. And I got the Josh and Aiden to autograph them. And we handed them out to the first person that was in line. So they got like these limited edition prints that like no one, they're li limited. That's so cool. Dirt. Limited yeah, I guess yeah. that's a, that's a word. Yeah. What's a word? Yeah, so sure. they got the gold, the gold prints, which you can't even buy. And there was something that was only supposed to be for like me and Josh and the promoter. But I was like, man, let's do something special and get like, get, and, and that's my mind was blown. That's too. the fan inside of you, right? That's the fan yeah. inside of you, just giving yeah. that little extra back, and that's you. Yeah, yeah if, that, if that was me, it would have blown my mind. It was kind of funny though, because that was me. I would have like, gave, I would have given you and Josh a big smooch right on the yeah. side of the cheek. Yeah. Like, thank you, Josh. Josh and Aiden didn't even know. They were just backstage, you know, I think 
Josh was filming some stuff and Aiden was, you know, off just having his mind blown about having a cool opportunity yeah. to wrestle for the Blackcraft titles. Such a um, big kid. It's and awesome. I, I just walked over and I was like, sign these. And he signed it. I'm like, Josh signed this, signed it. And I just went out to the front where the guy was standing. I was like, who's first? Because there was a group. I was like, who's the first one here? And they all pointed to that guy. I was like, two of them were just in France. And his mind was blown. Like, he was just like, yeah. oh, this is so cool. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah. That's my absolutely incredible. Just as cool. I, my jaw would hit the floor. I would have been like, I you're on my Christmas card list for like yeah. till I die. <laughs> yeah. So um, in terms of uh, shooting the Indies and how far you've come in such a short time, yeah. What is the next stage for you? Are we just going to keep doing Ontario Indies? Are we going to branch out even further, or is there a potential? Because like you said, your shots are getting called sent to WWE, sent maybe Ring of Honor, sent to Impact, sent to wherever. If they call. Will you answer? Yeah. Yeah. I just quit my full-time job so that I could do this. I thought you quit the full-time job to be our, our special guest tonight. That's true. I'm a little hurt. They, were, they, were, they, they told me I was working tonight. Okay, interview. Not, Get out. Done? No. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, like, I'm all I'm all in. Uh, Quote, unquote. Uh, yeah, I was actually at all in. It was one of the coolest nights of my life. Of I course it was. Happened. I have no doubt. You don't even understand what my experience was like. I won't even get into the full thing, but I basically got to watch the whole show in Gorilla with Cody. It was nuts. Insane. Yeah. Incredible. It was, it was insane. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm all in. I'm, um, I'm, I want to shoot. Um, what's next for shooting the Indies? I probably need to find a new best friend now that Josh signed. <laughs> that wrestles. I'm open. I don't wrestle, but I'm open. I'm looking for a replacement. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ah, Snooki caught me on my own camera. Well, that's it. I'm taking my camera. I'm taking my. I'm going hell. I'm taking the tips that I'm going to learn from this guy after the podcast, and I'm going to go be my own photographer and videographer. You could be my second in shooting the Indies. I will. Actually, I've thought about maybe trying to pick up a second. I want to start doing more video. Okay, let's talk after this thing's done. Shooting the Indies can be, you know, video as well. I want to start shooting more in the states. If any of the companies call, you know, opportunities are opportunities. I'll take whatever I can get. I'm not saying that they're going to call. Um, but, you know, it would be great to, to just branch out and, you know, do, do whatever I can. I just want to shoot. I just want to shoot wrestling. I just want to shoot. So right. That's that's yeah. that's the best answer. Right? So that's the best if answer I can go shoot right anywhere, I will. Um, that's the answer that will get your work every single time. Yeah. Uh, I got some, some WrestleMania weekend opportunities kind of lined up. So hopefully I can make some good relationships down there. Who knows, man? Who, who knows? The doors, whatever door opens, you will go through it, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. If it, if it's right for for me, and if it's right for my my family, and seems like you're just so effing busy at this point that it literally is like you're just taking it minute by minute, and man. then whatever happens and wherever it goes and however it goes, and it's just gonna keep sky. It just seems to me like yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't. Busy, busy doesn't even explain it. Yeah, you're you're so wrapped up in just being busy that it's just gonna keep skyrocketing, yeah. being busy as long as you just keep giving answers like that, man. It's great. Like I'm, I'm booked on as many shows as I can get in the GTA. Uh, I'm, like I said, I'm starting to go to Ottawa, Montreal, stuff like that. And when it's it's cool because like in the grand scheme of things, like yeah, no, Ottawa might not be that far, but it's still far enough. It's of course, really far. I'm sorry, indie wrestling, and I'm when I reach out to like, oh my god, we're shooting the Indies, it's new stuff, we love it, we want to book you, and I'm like, oh cool, man, that's, that feels good, to know that, like, people... You're getting that reputation, which yeah, you well yeah. deserve. Your shots, anybody who hasn't checked out your Instagram, which we'll get you to shout out all your socials yeah. before we wrap it up, but your shots are epic. Like I said, you capture, you capture the emotion, 
And that's what drew us to you. Yeah. That's what drew us to, to wanting to have the conversation. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, you may have done other podcasts, but this to us is podcast. your first podcast. You did one other podcast, which we wanted to question. We wanted to get together and smoke cigars, so we did that. And then we <laughs> talked, and we talked. And it was, it was like three hours long, and we literally just talked. It was, it was, it was fun. It was a different style of podcast for sure. You know, it was it wasn't so much interview based. It was like let's just turn on the mic and, and chat. see what it was happens. Fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I had a cool moment where I had like like you said like people are recognizing where I had like a WWE past WWE superstar come up to me and I was just like oh it's nice to meet you and he's like oh man you're like Jeff you're in the eighties like your stuff's amazing and I was like thank you and then I walked away as fast as I could so I didn't say anything stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that, where like I have like guys that I look. You mark out a little bit for sure. Yeah, 100%, man. Like, I grew up like watching these guys, you know? Like, we bumped into Scott Hall at a show, and it was just like, that's Scott Hall. Yeah. (laughs) That's the guy that started, helped start the NWO. Yeah. yeah. My buddy wanted a photo with him, so I went up to him and just was like, Scott, can my buddy get a photo? And he literally took like a toothpick out of his uh, his ear and put it in his mouth, and I'm just like, so one thing we, we always do at the end of every interview is we like to have a little fun play something i like to call word association okay so what word association is i'm going to throw out wrestlers from past present or future Ooh. and you're going to tell us the first word that comes to your mind are you ready yeah. i'm going to go easy on it. i'm going to go easy on it. are you ready horrible at this stuff yeah all right here we go next week i'm going to get a buzzer so that i can do the yeah we got to yeah. start doing that for sure yeah, seriously all right here we go ready first one josh alexander uh, King of Canada. Scott Hall. There you go. There you go. Hey, it works. Um, let's go. Let's go with someone. Yeah, there you go. Sting. Sting. Man, I remember having like the Sting watch as a kid. They were just like so cool. It just flipped open. Sting's little tiny action figure was on it. <laughs> and I remember like like if, if Little Jeff likes that, then fuck man, Little Jeff is cute. <laughs> know, that's not a word association. It's, not, it's a bad grade school, I'll tell you. Yeah. But it's, uh, the it's the better, it's the way it's better the answer. Way better answer. Stick with that. It's all good. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, man, like, I, I love the guy since he's doing like dashing and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I was so pumped when he left the Fed and started doing his thing. I was like, man, if he's going to do something, he's going to do something big. Word association? Boss? Yeah, perfect. And called out your boy actually a couple of weeks ago. Or hopefully, boss. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, Aiden Prince. Um, Flippy. Trish Stratus. Oh, she made up with Vince. <laughs> All you hear is, oh, she made up with Vince. My wife used to go to her uh, yoga studio. <laughs> right on. All right. <laughs> yoga. There you go. Yoga. 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 And I don't have like I don't have word associations. I have like memories, like, sentence associations. Okay, and then finally, just because uh, Alex celebrated his birthday yesterday, Nature Boy, Rick go, Blair. go, go, go. <laughs> that's all you got. That's all of them. No. Okay, okay I'll throw one more. Let's throw out, let's throw out some. Let's throw out something that's kind of relevant now. Big star in WWE. Let's throw out Seth Rollins. Tyler Black, man, like being able to watch him in Mississauga 10, 12 years ago. Just being like, man, this guy, he's going to do something. And then he did. Yeah, I feel like they were kind yeah. of one. I feel like Black and, and Rollins are kind of just one and the same, really. It literally is like, like, yeah, like, you know, just being able to see him come up and doing the ROH front and everything. Yeah. It's so cool. Like, literally, being able to see him in, like, a 
Lithuanian church in Mississauga 12 years ago. And now he literally, like, like when he cashed in the money in the bank at the, at the Mania, like, that dude literally wrestled in front of, like, 600 people in Mississauga. Mind blown, yeah. for sure. Yeah, like, more like seeing Ricochet doing what he's doing now and, like, you know, any, any, any of those guys. Ricochet right, right there. Got the shirt rocking the shirt. It's a cool time to be a wrestling fan. It really sure. is. It's, it's yeah, a time dude, to be a wrestling yeah. fan where it's not so much about, you know, the attitude error or anything like that. It's actually about the matches. It's about the storytelling in the ring. Yeah. It's about all the things that are happening and percolating and the fact that the scenes are all there. A lot of people still don't know about them. Like, yeah. I have friends who aren't wrestling fans. Yeah. When I told them, I was like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, I'm working, I'm working in the band. I'm going down Destiny, mm-hmm. doing the podcast stuff. And they were like, doing this like all the time now. Is that really a big, that big thing? I go, yeah, it is. It's a, yeah. it's a huge scene that if you're not in it, you don't know about it. It's a subculture for sure, man. Absolutely. It's so cool. It's, yeah. it's, it's rad. It's, look at, yeah, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. It's a fun I, I, I think in the grand scheme of things, that's what I just genuinely love just about what you're doing with, with the photography of it all is the fact that like, there's a lot of people who don't know about it, yeah. but because of your photography, what it's done is it's opened the floodgates a little bit yeah. more, even than just that one, two, three, four more people that didn't know about it beforehand. There's that many more people who know about it now because of what you're doing. That's exactly why I started, man. For sure. It's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you taking the time out Thanks today. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming. And as always, you know, the door's always open. If you ever want to come back and do it again, we'd be more happy to talk to you again. Absolutely. For sure, man. All right, guys, that's it for this week. I am your host, Jordan McKay. I'm Steve the Animal Mitchell. Don't forget to tune in next week as always, where uh, episode 70, uh, 77 is going to be a surprise. Have a good one, guys. All right, guys, take it easy. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Catch us every Wednesday at 7.30 on Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Also, be sure to follow us on our social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, and Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. Wrestling!